Steel Toes and Scoreboards Podcast. Word association, Dirty Curdy, first thing that comes to mind. He changed the league, am I wrong? God, I hate Tom Brady. He's talented, but yeah. You just won't call him the goat, will you? We should have called ourselves the Hashtag Tits Podcast. A thousand downloads a day, guaranteed. Dude, it is talking sports. I love it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> is he the best running back you've ever seen? If he's not, then who is? Who do you put at number one, bro? There will be a Detroit Pistons Bad Boys episode one day. And you love that two-year run, don't you? No, I do. You can get a hot bat anywhere. You build around your pitching, or at least I do if I'm in charge. Pitching and defense wins your World Series, hands down. I came out of the closet <laughs> as a Lakers fan. Whoa, bro. Scared me there for a second. Oh, uh, sure bet. Sure bet. <laughs> there will be an increase of boxing talk on this show. I love boxing. I'm down for that anytime. Our few non-sports episodes have been pretty well received. We do a good thing by running a two-fold podcast. Please put Pete Rose in the damn Hall of Fame. Charlie Hustle, the all-time hits leader. It's political bullshit. And if he ever sees the Hall of Fame, he'll be after he's no longer with us. I miss the NBA I grew up on in the 90s and the early 2000s. The game isn't the same, but these kids can play. We're starting to talk more hockey, and that's, you know, that's that's never a bad thing. Puck the world, puck it all. Puck the world, Kurt (laughs) says. I promise you, I can work a pro wrestling reference into every episode. Want to see me do it? Weird flex, but okay. I can't believe, uh, seriously, in all seriousness, I can't believe we've been doing this show a year now. I can't believe people still listen after a year, you know. You have the perfect face for radio. Oh, cut me deep, son. Cut me deep. He exploded a bird with a fastball. I seen it happen. Randy Johnson, the big unit. The, the big unit. So, uh, you know, I, I got a little soccer news no, for you. No, let me stop you right there. That's a no for me. We don't talk soccer on this show. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Let me ask you, though. Does Kobe win three in a row without Shaq on the Lakers? What do you think? Boy, that's, that's uh, it's pretty tough. All right, well, look at it this way. He's a future Hall of Fame quarterback. Without question. And he's still so young. Lots of knowledge left in that kid. I just want to hear you say it. That's why. All right, guys. Enjoy the next episode of Steel Toes and Scoreboards coming to you now. Yo. Yo, what's up? How are you? I'm oh, pretty good. How about you, man? I'm I'm good. You uh you staying good in this heat? Oh yeah. Good as a fat boy can. Good as a fat boy can? Yeah. Yeah. It's been pretty warm in here. It has, hasn't it? Yes, it has. Oh man, we got damn static feedback again. Do we? Yeah, hang on. It might be on my end, I don't know. How did we get rid of it last time? I'm not sure. You got headphones in or out? I got them in. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Technical difficulties be damned. Yeah, yeah I'm here. Have you got, still got static? Um, I don't hear nothing I hear, now. I hear you a lot better. It's on my end, dude. It's where I plug my in my phone. I think. I'm a I'm I'm underground in the basement. It's 82 degrees in my house right now. Oh yeah, what's it in the basement? Probably like 72. Yeah, I'd be 70. There. Yeah. AC went out. Yeah. It's still working, but I got a window in. I've got trash bags and aluminum foil and cardboard boxes. Looks like a goddamn trap house. Oh, I'm not good. even joking, bro. Looks like a trap house in here. Are you running crack out there? Are you? I guess so. Yeah, I'm going to be the next uh, Breaking Bad. It's next Walter White. That's right. <laughs> I quit smoking. 
did. I uh, I'm uh, I'm hitting a vape now. I went three days, and I needed something. I didn't buy no cigarettes, and I didn't buy no dip, but I bought a vape, and I'm baby steps. Well, good for you, dude. I mean, that's awesome. So it's been three weeks now. I haven't seen you in forever. Right. But we're gonna get together this weekend. Want to talk a little Waco? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Well, for sure. I got a I got a whole bunch of good, exciting shit in here for tonight. Okay. So, uh, uh, Caleb Swanigan, what do you think about that? You know, I was going to ask you about that at some point. Why don't you give me your opinion on this? Well, I don't know anything other than he's passed away. I don't know. Uh, I haven't really seen anything else. I, I don't know if he's come out with anything yet or not. I haven't heard anything. Unless I missed something. I've been so balls deep with work. Moses Malone prototype that's, that's a that's a good word for it isn't it yeah i mean he kind of remind me of moses malone a throwback here uh Building game there's there's a little bit of death to cover i, I want to start this by uh you know i want to get my pro wrestling reference in early tonight right uh vince mcmahon yeah is in a is in a whole lot of shit so uh i guess there was an alleged affair with a former employee. He's 76 years old. She was a former staffer. She's like 41 years old. Uh, she started out at $100,000 a year, and then he gave her a raise to $200,000 a year after the start of a sexual relationship. And then she gave him a raise. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, right? Right? <laughs> But I guess the, the the Wall Street Journal broke the story last week. There's like a $3 million hush money settlement really? going on. Yeah. Huh. So uh, I guess he's up Shit's Creek. And uh, <clears throat> a lot of people are talking about, you know, this is the end of this company. And da, 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 da. this company's been around since the 60s under different names. His daughter is he's he's temporarily stepped down as ceo of the board because they're a publicly traded company on the new york stock exchange they have been since 2000 so you know board of directors don't like to see this kind of shit Fuck no, don't. uh he's still the majority shareholder and and the majority vote voting power he's not going to fire himself so i don't know but he's investigated for uh there's already money in so you know it's corrupt so oh yeah i mean so, I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, this wasn't really, I didn't have to bring this up with you, but I was going to start up. This is the most powerful man in wrestling. Right. Has been for 50 fucking years, 40 years, whatever. Uh, not even God himself could take this guy down. So You think, you think someone's taking a shot at him? Uh, uh, maybe. It could just be his ego. And, and true to form, when something like this happens, you kind of disappear. Last Friday night, he appeared on uh on uh, network cable television, he appeared on Fox for Friday Night SmackDown. Just come out and said, uh, "This company's been here then, now, forever, and together." To a huge crowd response. So I don't even think the fans give a shit what's going on. Right, right. I mean, at the end of the day, if I mean it was a relationship, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've heard the word harassment anywhere. I could be wrong. It's just a past relationship. It was consensual, as far as I know. But I mean, whatever. All right, all right. Uh, former NASCAR driver and uh, Fox Sports analyst Clint Boyer, or pronounced Boyer if you're down in Louisiana, which is where he's from. All right. Apparently, he struck and killed a pedestrian on an exit ramp in Missouri earlier this month. Oh boy. Yeah. So uh, it was earlier. I didn't. I didn't know this. Like this has been pretty hush. And I guess I don't even have the laptop going. I literally drummed up notes after I talked to you at four, and I just put a whole bunch of shit on a document and uh, printed it out. Right. But I guess this happened back in the beginning of the month, and uh, he immediately called nine one one after it happened. She died at the scene. He submitted to a blood and alcohol test and everything. Uh, he had no he had no visible impairment, but they found a crystal like substance in her belongings. And at the residence she was staying, they found recreational vehicles parked uh, with uh, drugs in them. So they're believing she was under the influence at the time the accident took place. Huh. So, 
it's probably hard telling what's going on there. Yeah, um, I mean, it's just a bad deal. It's just a guy that's, wrong you know, the wrong time. Yeah. yeah. That's going to stick with you the rest of your life, though. Right. right. Oh, yeah. Sure it was, yeah. Dang it. I always liked Clint Boyer a little bit. I, I did, too. He was, he was kind of, he's a little sassy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Wasn't, wasn't a bad thing. He didn't take no shit. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh,. I had a little bit of tennis news, but we don't really talk a whole lot of tennis. Uh, it's just, yeah. right. you know, you Go know, two of the top two guys in the world every year: uh, Novak Djokovic John and <laughs> John Macro. He was a, he was an, he was, a, he was a character. Yeah, for sure. He was like the, uh, what did you call him? Like the T.O. of of tennis, the uh, Randy Ron, Moss Dennis, of tennis. Dennis, Dennis, no, yeah, T.O. of tennis. The yeah, Antonio yeah. Brown. Yeah. He was pretty dang good. Ma- uh, McEnroe? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, he was. And I always watched, remember watching him and Stallone Borg. Uh, what are his names? Uh, Bjorn Bjork or whatever Bjorn it is. Bjorn, yeah. Whatever yeah, it is. Jimmy Connors. But uh, Wimbledon's seedings were announced uh, yesterday with Wimbledon coming up. That's the biggest, you know, pretty much the biggest thing in tennis right. every year. And two of the top two guys year in, year out are you know ranked one and two again so i just thought that was interesting i think basketball ought to play on some grass <laughs> right oh so, well speaking of basketball do you know no. what tomorrow night is no tomorrow night unless i'm mistaken it's either tomorrow i think it's tomorrow night it's the uh nba draft okay and uh, it looks like jabari smith out of auburn the uh i think he plays he plays the does he play the three or the four? Dole would know. It's no big deal. He he's projected to be the number one overall pick. Okay. Uh, yeah. Right now, Orlando has the first pick unless they traded, and they've had some pretty they've had some success with the uh, number one overall picks. Let's see. There was Shaq. Yeah. Uh, uh T Mac maybe was T Mac one or maybe it was Penny know. one. Well, yeah, one of the two. T Mac or Penny was one. And then uh, Dwight Howard was one. Yeah. So now Banchero from Duke, he's, uh, you know, he's got, I mean, if you would, if they don't take Smith at one, it's got to be Banchero. And then uh, Gonzaga's Chet Holmgren figures out to be the third. They're figuring to be the top three picks there, you know, in some sort of order. Right. So. Well, I'm sure the Pacers will draft to be average again. Maybe. <laughs> and uh, you know, just to to say this because I'm no, I know Dole's gonna just berate me over this when I get over there. <laughs> I've never once said I wasn't a Golden State fan. First, our very fucking episode was about Golden State. Right. Right. Uh, Golden State won their fourth championship in eight years. Their sixth NBA Finals appearance in eight seasons. That's a dynasty to me. And I want to say right now the best shooter ever. Oh yeah, Curry. Like I, I mean, was, I I give Magic the the role because it's Magic. Right, I'm not right, saying right, Curry right. couldn't pass him, but right. I, I, and I go Magic too because just because it's Magic. Yeah. But I mean, as far I've never seen a shooter as pure as Steph Curry ever. Yeah, he, he can't. He's daily from anywhere. He's such a good in the gym. He's deadly. I mean, holy yeah, shit. I, I know. I just, yeah. I mean, no, you think, I mean, times are different now. You think Larry Bird could have done shit like that if he had practiced it or had time to do stuff like that? Or if they did stuff like that back then? I don't know, man. That's a. Uh, I don't. Adam always, what did Adam Sweet always say? It's hard when you start to compare eras. You know, what uh, could Tiger yeah, Woods have done in Jack Nicholas's era? Or that's true. What would yeah. Jack Nicholas do with the with the technology they have in golf right. today? And, right. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's a good point. I mean, Larry Bird was a Larry Bird was one of the best players to ever play the game. Yeah. I mean, he was versatile. All right. Uh, we're kind of jumping all over the place. Uh, well, it's all right. I I got I got a little baseball for you. Yeah. Dodgers suck. <laughs> Phillies. Uh, Joe Girardi. We've we've missed so much to talk about Joe Girardi and just my Phillies and it's Joe Girardi and I fucking hated the Yankees. Then we, then I, you know, Joe Girardi come in, just 
you know, fuck my Phillies right now. Fuck your Dodgers. Let's. I got something else I want to talk about. All right. Well. Major League Baseball is now requiring teams to muddy the baseballs before the games I begin. Seen, I've seen that. Oh, God. And me and you being old school, you, know, you can get a hot bat anywhere. You build around your pitching. Pitching is the most prevalent thing to me. Yeah. It's not batting. I You got you to give me something here. Yeah. What? Tell everybody what muddying is for those that don't know. Uh, I'm not really sure what the. Basically, I mean it's it's kind of taking the gloss and the shine. It's it's for a pitcher's better grip. It's you take a brand new baseball. It's basically kind of scuffing it then. Yeah. Okay, so the pitchers don't have to do it. Yeah. So I guess the league sent out a memo about this uh, yesterday to all 30 clubhouses. That there's going to be uh, there's proper techniques to be involved, and they want yeah. as much uniformity and con- or not uni- conformity to this. Yeah. They want everything to be universal and fair. Well, is it, they're going to make it easier to doctor the ball a little bit. I don't know. If it's already you know, a brand new ball, you could scuff it, get away with it, you know, so, or what have you. But I so know. I don't know if you've seen this. I seen the clip on YouTube, and I checked it. Did you ever download the MLB app like I told you no, to? No, damn it. I need to get you a new phone that works. That's why I've not done it yet. Yeah, I need a new phone. I need to get you a new phone. You can get an iPhone for like tw- for like two hundred bucks. Right. My work phone's an iPhone. I hate iPhones, but it, I mean it's good. Anyways, we'll talk about this later. All right. So I seen the clip on YouTube and on MLB. What what a lot of people are thinking prompted this was over the weekend or late last week. Uh, Michael Lorenzen, the pitcher for the Angels, hit. Justin Upton, who now plays for the Mariners, I think, he uh, hit him in the head with a pitch, and he went around telling everybody that the ball slipped out of his hands. So the decision to use a universal muddying technique has has come into play now. Uh, there's supposed to be posters, posters posted. That's a dumb way to say it. There's supposed to be posters hanging in the clubhouses now showing steps and techniques on how to do this. Now, don't I mean, I'm dead serious. You're taking grown-ass men that are professional are pitchers. Are they that stupid? They'll figure out a way around that yet. Like too. a... Like, <laughs> for, you know? They have to... But, listen to this. It gets better. So, this is a direct quote. Uh, the balls will be placed directly into a hum- humidifier, humidor, whatever, for that day's game. Uh, each team will be provided a poster showing the acceptable range of appearance for a mudded baseball. All balls oh, must God. be stored in these uh, humidifiers for a minimum of two weeks before being taken through the process. So, oh, boy. There's going to be a baseball shortage next. Don't get behind on a, that. A baseball shortage? Yep. They'll be going to Walmart real quick. <laughs> Got a shortage of everything else. Yep. Let's can we can we blame Biden for this? Can you guys please not foul so many pitches, please? Can can we blame uh, Biden for this? A, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Can you guys give that souvenir back? Hey, you little four year old boy, you gotta give it back. Oh you god. On baseball. <laughs> but daddy, it's my ball. Yeah, I can see it now. That's not the way to put asses in the seats, folks. <laughs> there you go. You love that, don't you? Asses yes. in the seats. Yes. <laughs> I, I got a new one. I got a new one for you. Oh yeah. So I had a rough day today. So I was talking to Zach on the phone two or three times. I said, "Hey," I called him. I said, "Hey, can you drive me to the VFW for a minute?" He said, "Why?" I said, "So I can suck start a fucking tank." (laughs) You know, suicide joke, which I shouldn't make, but as a survivor, as a survivor of suicide, I'm I'm allowed to make that joke. That's a bad day right there. You know. Oh, dude, it was sucked. Today was a busy day in the office, and he said, "What did you?" I said, "Drive me to the VFW so I can suck." Start a tank. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, that to be a bad day, right? There. Oh man! Uh, you want to stick with some more baseball? Yeah, I like baseball. So, uh, Jose Siri, outfielder for the Astros. Boy, I stuttered. Astros. Ass, assholes. I'm an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I love deep sluts. I mean, deep stats and good research, bro. That's right, bro. Uh, anyways, he uh, hit a home run. Uh the other night and uh 
had a hellacious bat flip and did a little gloating, and he put a tweet out about it. Uh, he said, uh, fuck bad opinions, have fun with the game. He's later since took the tweet down. Uh, at the time, Houston was up 7-2 in the eighth inning against the Mets when he snapped an 0-10 slump, hit a home run to the train tracks above left field. He flipped his bat and admired the shot for several seconds before trotting to first base. Well, Houston Astros manager now, Dusty Baker, was not very happy with him. Baker said, quote, he should have ran. Back in our guy, the next guy wouldn't have got fucking drilled. Yeah, I guarantee so, it. So I put that in there, you know, okay. because uh, he Siri said, I made, a, I, made a, I made an error out there. I shouldn't have done it. Uh, him and... Uh, you know, and it, it's, it's after this fact, though. Holy shit. <laughs> is, I mean, I can say I'm sorry all day, but, you know... The Mets manager, here's a name we haven't heard in a while. The Mets manager, Buck Showalter, said some of his players were pretty pissed off by this. He said, there's certain things you do that are right and wrong, but you don't want to impose the way you were brought up in the game. You shouldn't be celebrating like that. Right. There's unwritten rules. Yeah. There's no place for it. Right. I mean, yeah, I I, would have been in the head. Next time up, no. Uh, Maybe not his head, but I guess. Game four, game four of the NHL Finals. Uh, the puck dropped uh, as soon as we started recording. Colorado Avalanche and Tampa Bay Lightning, who are the defending champions. The Lightning are looking to win their third straight cup. That would be impressive. Uh, the Avalanche are last won a Stanley Cup championship in two thousand one. Oh, two thousand one. Yeah. So, Avs have a two-one advantage, but I want to I want to talk about something that happened the other day. So there was a Colorado Avalanche fan that was banned from attending Avalanche games at the at the arena in Denver uh, just the other week because he spread his best friend's ashes on the ice during the game. Uh, I'm to yes, you heard that right. He spread his best friend's ashes on the ice during the game. Now, I don't know if it happened during have, game or if it oh happened at, at... Only to have a Zamboni come over and, <laughs> and sweep his friends up into the trash. Well, what? I don't get that. So, the guy's name's Ryan Clark. He's a local... He lives in Denver. He's a local Avalanche fan. He lost his best friend for two decades, uh, Kyle, in December last year. He told Denver 7 News that him and his best friend used to go to hockey games all the time, and after the funeral, his parents invited them uh, to to join them at the game. He said his parents, his best friend's parents and himself decided to bring a small bag of his ashes with them to the game, and before the game began, he went and spread them over the ice. He said, quote, We had him in a little baggie. We got the baggie over the glass and onto the ice. An usher came up and said, Hey, dude, what was that? And I said, well, to be honest with you, that was my best friend. He died. So uh, I guess days later, he received a letter in the mail from the arena telling them he was banned for the, an entirety of one season. And he said, I'd do it all over again in a heartbeat. Well, at least you stick it to these guns, Jerry. I mean, so, and, and, uh, and going by but, what you said a minute ago, but yeah, I mean, it said when he was when asked, where do you think he is? He said, well, the, Zambo- the Zamboni got him all over the ice. Realistically, again, probably not my brightest idea, but it was the best thing to do in my heart. Well, I, I, well, I can't say too much, then. <laughs> it was hard. But still, I mean, you had to know the Zamboni was coming through an intermission. I mean, oh, boy. Uh, That's we, interesting. We got some, That's good stuff there. We got some more death. And I just seen this today, right after I texted you about starting to bang out notes. Uh, we lost Goose, one of my all-time favorite players. I'll be dang. Tony Saragusa died at oh, fifty-five. Tony yeah. I'll be dang. Uh, I didn't know that. I liked him, man. Yeah. Uh, Colts owner Jim Irsay uh, said he's as heartbroken as all of Colts nation. Of course, Tony spent a lot of time with the Colts, and then even more with the Ravens. Uh, he played twelve. Huh? 
They won a championship. Right? Sure did. They won the, the Super Bowl, the the two thousands. Yep, yeah, against yeah, the Giants. Yeah. Right. Uh, he played 12 seasons in the league, seven with Indianapolis, and the last five with Baltimore. He was, uh, let's see, did it say when he got drafted? I don't remember what year he got drafted. Anyways, he uh, they had a hell of a, that, that 2000s Baltimore Raven defense. Pretty good. Oh, God, Jamal the secondary, Lewis. the linebackers, the line. They run, yeah, they run the football, Jamal Lewis. Jamal Lewis, that's right. Um, but anyways, he after his retirement, he was a sideline analyst for Fox Sports from 2003 yeah. until 2015. Uh, he finished his career with 404 tackles, 22 sacks, and five forced fumbles. So uh, I don't know. I, I mean, did, I, did I see it in there? I mean, he was only 55. That's pretty healthy. That's only that's only. Four years older than you, pal. Yeah, I know. Uh, it did not. I don't think it said. Uh, let me look here. I was just curious. I mean, no, I, I didn't. It didn't say. I mean, we we know he had. Uh, he was a little bigger guy, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, got fat. Hey, fat people matter too. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of somebody that doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Rob Gronkowski is retiring again for the second time. That is until uh, the season gets ready to kick off and Tom Brady yeah. talks him back out yeah. of retirement again. Please come back. Pretty much. Uh, he Gronk. He he I announced it. He. <laughs> <laughs> I get so fucking sick of them two guys. So fucking sick of them two. Uh. Pretty much, yeah. He took to his to his uh, social media and put out a big boohoo statement, and then Tom Tom got in there with the slow rub and the slow jack and said a little bit of stuff too. And they were so they were just verbally jacking each other off. And, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, they just make the whole shit show makes me sick. I, I I'm not even gonna read anything about it. I just wanted to tell you that like, hey, this was some serious bullshit. Right. Uh. Deshaun Watson. Oh gosh. So he has settled all but four of the twenty-four, twenty-five lawsuits against him have been settled. His attorney said since March of last year, twenty-five lawsuits had been filed against him, alleging sexual assault and other inappropriate behavior during massages. Of those twenty-five, one was dropped by the plaintiff when the judge ruled her petition had to be amended with her name. The other 20 have been settled. They're working through the paperwork to get more done. And what what's interesting about this is, and, and uh, so the Houston trades him in March. Okay. Houston trades him to Cleveland in March in exchange for three first round draft picks. Okay. We sat here on this very show. I sit my fat ass in this very chair the day of or the day after this trade, right here on the mic with you, and you asked me, would I make that decision? And I said, for a talent like Watson, I'd pull the trigger on that 10 times out of 10. However, however, it literally appears, for all intents and purposes, that Watson might miss another season. Oh, yeah. So... I want you He's to understand. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shit on Cleveland, but this is the most Cleveland Browns thing ever. Because think about this: they trade away. They finally get a star quarterback. Baker might be small, but he was a franchise quarterback. They right. haven't had an official franchise quarterback since Bernie Kosar. Right. Come at me. I don't care. I'll die on this hill. Yeah. Brady Quinn yeah. wasn't it. Derek Anderson yeah. wasn't it. Tim Couch wasn't it. Manziel wasn't it. Manziel wasn't it. They finally get a franchise quarterback. Baker's going to do something. Baker's going to be somebody. Yeah, he might be able to so, get a team to the playoffs. So they trade him away and their entire fucking future with three first-round picks for oh. a guy who might not be able to play. Then the guy is the guy they had initially, Baker, is released or oh, traded well. or whatever. And now he might. And now they're going to admit, you know, they're the potentially to not even start a game this season. That is like the most Cleveland Browns thing ever. 
I mean, are we even sure it would be an upgrade for Baker? I, I, I mean, I'm, I, dude. I'll tell you what. I, he was four and whatever in Houston, and I, I don't see it, man. I just don't see it. Athletic yeah, ability reminds, aside, he reminds me of a bigger Russell Wilson a little bit. You know, Russell Wilson be a little bit bigger. They kind of remind me of each other. A bigger Russell Wilson. Yeah, kind of a little way. Well, I mean, that's pretty good. Russell, Russ's got a ring. Yeah. Wonder yeah, what Russ is going to do in Denver. Russ, Russ had a damn defense, and he had a lot of help too. Yeah, um, and when that defense went bye bye. Yeah, it was all their success yeah. didn't. Right, right. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I can't pull a trigger if I'm Cleveland. There ain't no way. <laughs> I don't, and I could be wrong, dude. But I don't see him. I'll bring you in, okay? I'll bring you in, but you're going to have to prove to me that you're not being a thug anymore. You know, and you're going to dedicate to these Cleveland Browns. And you got to watch Baker Mayfield play for a while. I don't know. I sure the heck wouldn't. Who would take a chance on him? No, oh, I mean a talent like that though. You got to think. I mean, this I is should, this is a. Uh, I'm not sold on that talent. I know, but think about this. This is this is a PC world nowadays. Okay, everything right. is politically correct. There's a there's a Me Too movement with women harassment, right. sexual harassment. There's a political right. movement. You know. There's racism prevalent. It, it, it's 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 a very PC time. So you have people that just based off that are not going to touch anything that could be bad press. But at the same time, what have we always said? There's assholes that run these organizations. At the end of the day, sports is still a what? A oh, business. business yes. And if there's money to be made, the league is going to find a way to make the money. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, how about something uplifting, though? Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know if I I'm ever told you, now. huh? I'm depressed now. You're depressed okay. now. Yeah. It's because you miss yeah. me. I miss working well, with absolutely. you. Yeah, me too, dude. How yeah. how how is the heat? How it's how's the summer warm. in the plant? It's warm. It's warm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anybody ask got, about we, me? Oh, yeah. We got uh, Mooch asked about you the other day. Oh, yeah? He wanted if I was talking to you. I told him, I said, we still do kill every once in a while. Yeah, we, we've been we've been so busy this week. Dude, I went to Florida last week. I had, you know I on said? a work trip, I seen the ocean finally. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. What do you think about that? That's a lot of water. It's a lot of water. We went, we drove about an hour outside of Tallahassee. We ended up at this lighthouse. All of a sudden, we ran our road, and there's the Gulf. There's the ocean. Did you put your feet in it? Uh, I didn't because there wasn't no beach. It was kind of on a rocky bank, and there was this right. lighthouse. But I thought about jumping in for a minute. Yeah. But we was also on the other side was a bayou, and I guarantee you. Gators. I guarantee you because that was a marshy green like, bayou. You probably look like a chicken leg. Oh, I was a huge snack to them fuckers. <laughs> Oh boy! How, how's it? Hey. How's everybody doing though? How's it all going? It's going. So my replacement's no longer there. He made it one day and never came back. Well, and then we got another replacement for him, and he made it till ten o'clock today, and then he hurt himself and he went home. How would he hurt himself? Well, he said he had an injury at home. He had a cut, I guess, and he rubbed it up against something. He was bleeding like a stuck hole. Dude. I don't know. Is there a lot of material just sitting on the dock since I left? Uh, no, I mean it gets Adam, put away. And Asher and Jose have been pretty what about the big what about the what what about the big four by eight sheet bundles they're all kind of stacked up there mooch's sheet metal yeah a little bit you miss me don't hey did they ever finish getting the racks finished uh no they haven't worked on any oh my god all that work i was putting in and try to get it done before i left i mean we literally are limping along with people you know (laughs) I mean, seriously, I mean, I heard through the grapevine that there's talks you guys might get a little more money. Yeah, we did. You did? Yeah. How much? How did that? Did they? Four percent raise. That's not even a dollar. Yeah, I know. That's like. Yeah, I know. I don't know, like seventy cents or something. Yep. Wow. Uh, hear the squeaking on how tight it is. <laughs> Let's move on to something more uplifting because that's just depressing. Right. University of Iowa, Hawkeyes. Hawkeyes, yeah. Okay. 
I don't know if I ever showed you this or not. There there was this thing that started like five or six seasons ago where if if you don't know if you know this, where they play college football at the children's hospital is like right there on campus. Oh yeah. So they started this Hawkeye wave in which the fans at Kinnick Stadium would turn and, and wave to all the kids in the children's hospital and they'd wave back. So because of the popularity that's took off about this, the university went online and posted some stuff and they've asked the fans for vote to a song, a new song to replace the the wave. This giving the kids a chance to pick the song. So then at every home game this year, the hospital's kid captain who will change with every home game will select a new song every week. Okay. So, and it's just to make the kids feel good. I mean, my God, they're in a children's hospital. A lot of them's right. got terminal cancer. and Right, right. I'm all for it. It's just kind of uplifting. That, that is, yeah. So now, so now, to go from uplifting, I'm going to drag us back down. Right on, right on. It ain't nothing like emotional roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You remember Panthers defensive end and uh, UFC heavyweight douchebag Greg Hardy? Yes. Yeah. Guess what he's doing now? He thinks he's such a badass. Guess what he's doing now? Oh, wrestling, probably. No, no, no. Fuck him. I wouldn't want to see him in a wrestling UFC. ring. No, he's already in the UFC. Oh. This dumbass thinks he's so tough, he signed a multi-fight deal with Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships. Oh. It's his first move into combat sports since the UFC decided not to resign him after a three-year run. So he's basically out here on social media running his mouth. I'm back and ready to knock everyone out. I'm the baddest there is. Everybody knows it. I can't wait to take the gloves off and show these fools and gotta just chirp and just run in that mouth, son. Somebody said about. I love seeing him get knocked the fuck out. He got blackballed by the NFL in 2015 because of all the psychotic behaviors towards his girlfriends and the abuse and the violence. And then they let this right. son of a bitch come in combat sports. <laughs> And now somebody Uh-oh. thought it'd be a good idea to sign him to fight in bare knuckle fighting. <laughs> yeah, I don't see that in well. This is well, stupid. Yeah. It's all entertainment and money. Business, like you said, it's all business. So. I don't have an update on Cain Velasquez yet. I I probably should have checked that, but I forgot to till just now. It's probably status quo right now. It might be. I do have some UFC news, though, on something we touched about a few months back okay and that was the uh upblown between uh the stockton bad boy nate diaz and dana white how they both been chirping at each other on social media right he wants a fight next month or in august he thinks he deserves a championship and uh he said release me now or give me a fight with anyone if you won't give me a championship fight uh Dana White just threw him under the bus in a press conference the other day. Said he's won like uh he's won one fight in five or six years. You're not getting a fucking title shot. Well, I agree. So uh basically um Diaz has done some uh he was talking about he'd like to fight or box uh Jake Paul. We always mention the Paul boys. Because they got their hands and everything. Dana basically told him he should probably go get a fight with Jake Paul. That's somebody that makes sense for him. So Dana's not one to, uh, you know, pull any punches. Right. Right. So. Yeah, well, I agree with Dana White. Uh, He's won one fight in the last, yeah. Yeah, five or six years. Yeah, the yeah. Conor McGregor fight. I mean, there's nothing he's to. He's basically been a, a punching bag out there, basically. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. he does not deserve to be fighting for a championship. Um, He's not fought in a year. He last His last uh, bout was in June of last year against uh, Leon Edwards, if I remember right. I did not put that in my notes. Uh, okay. Moving I he on. Like a girl, anyway. Huh? It's like a girl, anyway. You know, I like you know you know me. I like people that run their mouth a little bit. I get excited yeah. about it, you know, and I love dudes that chirp. But I mean, he's he's went a little. Dude's got yeah. a little carried away with it. Yeah, especially you ain't got no room to talk when you had one fight five six years. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God! Woo. Took a hit too far, son. 
Yep. It's uh, it tastes like blue raspberries. Oh, did you go to the medical store to get it? Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, all day. This was my oh, tr- this was my pr- this was my gift to myself to my three day work trip in Florida. There you go. I picked this disposable vape up at a gas station. It's called Kangaroo Vape. You ought to see the. You, uh, I thought you might have stopped at the. Uh, oh, the other store. Yeah, they're somewhere in <laughs> you know, uh, Owen. Greens are us. Yeah, there you go. What? What? Greens are us. That's what she call it. <laughs> yes. You can't CBD me. Pot Depot. Pot Depot. Wait, wait. That <laughs> definitely deserves one. Pot Depot. Look at you go. <laughs> There you go. So I want to put this in here real quick. This right here, because uh, I, I I almost need to send you the picture. Th- this was just a cool image. I, I seen this picture uh, on ESPN earlier today, and I clicked on the link. So on Saturday in uh, the main square in Mexico City, 15 current former Mexican boxers got together to teach a boxing class at the square. Uh, some semi-decent names, some big names, like Oscar Valdez was there, uh, Alfonso Zamora was there, uh, Adrian Hernandez was there, some 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 big names. Uh, Eric El Terrible Morales was there, Morales, Andy Ruiz Jr. So the reason I say this is you ought to see the picture of this square in Mexico City. That's usually empty. There was thousands of bodies crammed in this place. There was like uh, 14,000, almost 15,000 people there. Really? It was a class. And they all wore t-shirts to cover the square in the Mexican flag colors of green, white, and red. What was funny about this to me, though, is you get 15,000 people in a square for this class. Yeah. And it lasted 30 minutes. You shove 15,000 fucking people in this square for 30 minutes and two 20-second water breaks. Yeah, there you go. Dude, like, what the fuck? And the school down the road, the cartel down the road, their flag is... uh, Oh, look, I see what you did there. Look at you. Um... You know I love me some women's boxing. Right. We got a we got a big women's boxing fight for the middleweight championship going down. Big, women, big women fight or is it? I mean, literally a big fight. It, it is a big fight. See I, I, see, I, see, I see. I see. I see. I see. You're right, you're right, very clever. Bad. You My know, bad. if this was a pro wrestling show, I'd be Jim Ross and you'd be Jerry the King Lawler with all the jokes. That's right. that's, that's your job. <laughs> But yeah. but no, it's actually it's it's going to be a pretty big fight. It's not going to be on the level of uh, when I used to when I wouldn't shut up about Taylor versus Serrano. It's not going to be on that level, but it's still going to be pretty huge. Uh, Clarissa Shields, I follow her on Twitter. She is. I would let this woman beat the shit out of me. She is so good looking and she's dangerous. I would let her beat the shit out of me. Right. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, there's a big fight going down in September in London. Uh, huge fight. Shields is uh, undefeated right now. She's holding uh, three titles in her division. The I can't remember if it's the middle. It's the middleweight division. Yeah. Uh, she will fight for the second straight time in the United Kingdom. She won her last fight there in February. Uh, she's also expected to do a special attraction fight in MMA later this year. She will be taking on Savannah Marshall, who is also undefeated. And holds the WBO crown, and they're going to fight for the they're going to fight for the undisputed championship, which means Shields is putting up her three belts, and Marshall's putting up her one belt, and whoever wins walks away with all four titles. I like it. I like it. Um, speaking of this, I got three boxing, four boxing related because you know we've been talking a lot of boxing, right? And on episodes when it's just me, especially now that I'm not with you as much anymore. I cover a lot of boxing because I'm sure you've you've heard people mention that to you or you might even check them out. I do a lot of boxing. Right. So as I've said since me and you started talking more boxing back in February, there was like five ultra-mega big boxing bouts that was either going to happen or talked about being happening this year. Right. 
Fury was one of them, right? Well, yeah, that was Fury was one of them. Taylor Serrano, uh, Cambosis and Haney, which just went down. We're get we're cruising to number four, the number fourth ranked fight, number three ranked fight, depending on my mood. Before we get to the number one ranked fight in September, this fight coming on here is going down August twentieth in uh, Saudi Arabia. Blood money. It's, it's literally what it is. It's Saudi Arabia. Right. It's blood money. WWE don't right. tour over there anymore, hardly. Right. Uh, we got a heavyweight title rematch. Usyk uh, versus Joshua Part 2. The fight was supposed to be happening this uh, in July, uh, but uh, Anthony Joshua, who is a bad motherfucker, this dude, this dude is a bad boy. Uh, anyways, he's got, he recently made a change with his training camp, so... The governing bodies in boxing, all four of them got together, and the managers and the promoters, and they decided to push the fight back one more month. They met in September of last year. Usyk uh, dominated Joshua and beat him by unanimous decision to capture three heavyweight titles. Uh, Joshua then would invoke his rematch clause, and neither one of them has competed since. So... Coming up in August, 11 months to the day of their last fight. These guys are stepping in the ring again. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's uh, it's going to be it's gonna be good. It's You know, right. this is one of the, the five biggest fights of the year. This probably could have happened sooner, but Usyk uh, lives in Ukraine. He's Ukrainian. So with this whole right. Russian invading thing in February... He went home to decide to uh, drop bodies and Russian bodies in the streets, the invaders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Uh, so that's going on. And then the last thing I have before we spitball here, we've talked about a lot of different sports. What's one thing we haven't covered tonight that we usually cover at least something of? What's something missing? Just let's see if you can see if you we're on the same wavelength. Oh boy. Dude, cover NASCAR. Cover NASCAR. Now we cover this stuff more than NASCAR, though. What what's one thing we haven't mentioned? Not oh, college man. basketball because we don't cover that enough as we right. should. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. We was just talking about different eras earlier and talking about these guys. If this guy had this guy's equipment, golf. Golf. Yeah. So Good. I got one thing: golf. Okay. And then we'll spitball for a few minutes. Run up, run out of time. Whatever. So, I haven't been as privy to this as what I should have been. Thank God for Adam. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Adam Sweet, thank God for him um, still texting me and talking to me every day like he does. Right. We talk a lot of golf. So, the the Live Golf Invitational Series, the LIV, it's been making a lot of news. A lot of guys are defecting from the PGA Tour to go participate in this Live thing. Some guys defecting, saying they're only going to be a part of the four majors. Otherwise, they're not going to be on the tour anymore. So, September 11th, 2001. This year will be 21 years. There's like uh, a group of like 2,500 survivors and and family members. uh, 2,500 survivors of the or family members, however you want to say it. I got my words tongue-tied here. They have written a letter to the PGA Tour members to thank them for not joining the rival Golf Invitational, which is uh, financed by Saudi Arabia's Public Investment blood, Fund. Uh, blood money. <laughs> blood money, terrorist money, and you know, I'm sure somebody out there is going to see this article on ESPN and, and cry racism. Or discrimination against Arabs, whatever. The letter basically said, yeah, I mean, come on. It's American pride. The letter came out today. It said, this, uh, basically, the survivors described themselves as the spouses, children, parents, and siblings of those who died or were injured in the 9-11 terrorist attacks, which killed like 3,000 people. Right. And they would say, to many of you who have chosen to remain loyal to the PGA Tour and not defect to the Saudi Arabia bankrolled golf series, we thank you and the sponsors support you. Thank you for standing up for decency. Thank you for standing up for the 9-11 families. 
Thank you for resisting the kingdom of Saudi Arabia's efforts to cleanse its reputation by buying off professional athletes. Blood money. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't think it's going to do it, though. <laughs> well, it should be noted that of the 19 hijackers on 9-11, including Osama bin Laden, 15 of them were Saudi Arabians. Huh. Now, more than 20 PGA Tour members have defected to this. Brooks Kepka, Phil Mickelson. Phil, we'll get to here in a minute. DJ, Bryson DeChambeau, they've all signed and received bonuses with as much as $100 million to $200 million according to oh, estimates boy. with this Live Golf go. Invitational. So... Uh, Jay Monahan, he's the commissioner for the PGA Tour. So he came out, uh, I don't know, sometime in the last day or two and suspended 17 players who competed on the inaugural Live Golf Tournament outside London without a conflicting event release. The first event was held in the United States, is scheduled to start at the end of this month at Pumpkin Ridge in Oregon. He said, we know that not all of you are are millionaires and that you compete to win tournaments, fame and glory, but we appreciate and applaud your spirit, drive and talents and believe that is what it takes to be competitive. Some of your fellow PGA tour members have traded their dreams of earned success for easy money, blood money. You could call it. <laughs> so it's, it's there and the list goes on. And I mean, other people in the nine 11 survivor group have accused the players who defected to the live golf thing, being complicit with, you know, Saudi Arabia's, as they call it, bullshit. So, uh, last I mean, week, I, you know, go ahead. I mean, I don't know. I think I'm with them. You know, I don't think they should defect like that. Especially, I mean, if, if no complication would be okay, but they're not, not from where the source is it's coming from. I don't, um, I don't, I don't know. What are, you, what are you saying? Well, hang on. So, so this is, this is, this is causing a lot more yeah, shit than sure. just this. Like Phil yeah. Mickelson's, you know, got his ass killed in the media yeah, about I this. Phil Mickelson. I love Phil Mickelson. Um, Phil said, uh, "I think I speak for pretty much every American in that we feel for the deepest sympathy for those who have lost loved ones and friends in 9/11. It affected all of us, and those that I have directly affected. I think I can't emphasize enough how much I sympathize with them." Uh, the letter continued that unfortunately Saudi terrorism didn't end with 9-11 the world saw that in 2018 the cold-blooded murder of a journalist by the Saudi crown prince himself and it would just go on and on and on and just basically putting this out there that this is bad shit you guys are entangled with you don't need to be a part of this Uh, but Phil has suffered more than just about anybody Uh, Phil lost sponsorships with KPMG, Workday, Amstelite, uh, Callaway, who has been, um, for those of you that don't know, you think Callaway Golf, and I love Callaway Golf, even though I have Nike clubs, you think Callaway, you think Mickelson. Oh, yeah. He's been yeah. their biggest go boy, like what Tiger was for Nike Golf, right, Phil was right. for him. They've paused their sponsorship with him. Now, the, uh, the new crown prince, even though he's not played that well in recent years, the crown prince of golf, Dustin Johnson, his business partnerships with a lot of people have ended. Bryson DeChambeau has been a huge supporter and sponsor with Rocket Mortgage. They've shut him down. So everybody is shutting these guys down for defecting off the PGA Tour and going to play for this live golf thing, which is uh, really just turning people the wrong way here. And But what these guys are doing, and I'm not sh quite sure how they're pulling this off, they're however they're doing this i don't know if there's lawyers involved and in getting out of these tour deals or whatever they're allowed to come and play in the four majors but they don't have to make tour stops anymore they're they're on a different tour but yet they're allowed to come in and play so to me in my mind not knowing as much about the inner workings of this as i you know this says to me right. this is the equivalent of okay uh the super bowl you know, we're not going to play during the regular season, but me and you can come in and play during the Super Bowl. 
Like that's what that's that, like that's what right, I think about. Yeah. We're not we're not gonna we're not gonna throw one pitch during the regular season, but we're gonna pitch in Game Seven of the World Series. Right. Right. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. But that's all. That's all the notes I got. I mean, I just uh, we have not. We've been so busy. We have recorded shit. I don't know. We started the mini episodes as a way to get more content out. Right. So I apologize for my lack of ability. But or availability, happens. I should say. Life happens then too, you know. We said day one. And you're tired and old. <laughs> you got that right. Because we were supposed to do one last week, but you're tired and old. I, I was fell right at, I fell asleep, dude. I, was like, <laughs> I hit the air conditioner, I was out. <laughs> but uh we're going to try to get back on a weekly, bi-weekly thing here, at right. least as far as the mini episodes go. Uh, hopefully the weather breaks a little bit. Hopefully the weather breaks. We're going to get together Friday or Saturday. What do you yeah. want to do? Friday? Friday. Yeah, we'll do. I got to work Friday. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Time out. You got to do what, yeah. Friday? I'm working Friday. We've been working a little overtime. You've been working yeah, overtime? They come and ask me if I would. Oh, so here's the deal. So I finally leave. Now you guys get overtime. Yeah. Well, you know, they should have seen it coming. I carry it. He even said himself that he's going to get busy. But they got Kyle, you know, my boy, he, he got on there, right? Yeah. How's he, he doing? He's doing all right. He's hanging in there. He's doing tops, but he's worked, he's worked five days a week since he started. <coughs> Man. Yeah. Damn, maybe I should come back, huh? We could use you. For <laughs> sure. You got, need need a crane guy? Yeah. Yeah, sure do. Just bring me back, let me train the new guy, and then I leave. I mean, <laughs> it'd just be a different mood in there, too. You know what I mean? I mean, I, think, I like to think people actually miss me a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like, who do you talk sports with during the day now that I'm gone? Uh, if I get a chance, it'd be Adam. You know, but... <laughs> You never see him. He's on the other side of the wall all day long. Well, I see him quite a bit, but he's got things to do, and I've got things to do. We talk a little bit every once in a while, you know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd probably be Adam I talk sports with. I don't talk sports with nobody else. Well, Corey, we banter back and forth. About I'm sure he's years. asked when you got when we were recording again, didn't he? Yeah, I told him that. It might No, that's good. Yeah. I miss Teller. Huh? Yeah, go ahead. I said, I miss Corey. I'm fucking Bengals fan. Yeah. Corey, yeah. if you're listening to this today, you're probably running your bender right now. And I hope you have a good day, buddy. And the Bengals still suck, but I love you. <laughs> right I miss Danny. Yeah. I miss Danny. Yeah, Danny, he's, he's still hanging in there. Oh, yeah. And, and my little Jorge. It's very dirty. Oh, yeah. Very dirty. I bet, I bet at this dirty. summer heat, you guys just get very dirty. Oh, very dirty. Hey, who's cutting up skids? You been cutting up my skids for me? No. No, I've been too busy, dude. Asher, Asher and... Uh, the new guy. Adam. Well, he ain't the new guy anymore. It's Adam. No. Yeah, he's been... Uh, they've been taking care of it. I mean, it, it's not as organized as it was. I'll just put that on. Oh, man. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, baby. Yeah. That's right. I mean... Oh, yeah. I got to sweep the trailer out there, Dave. There was king poop. All oh, so there. they got back in there, huh? So you got an empty trailer again now, huh? Yeah. Well, there's two stacks in the front of it now. That's it. <laughs> coons and got. I guess, uh, I guess there was six coons caught in a dumpster, the metal dumpster, the other day. No way. And Asher and, and, and uh, they went in to get them out. I guess it was a harrowing thing. <laughs> so the next day, this, the next day. <laughs> The next day, he's in. I see him and Adam in the dumpster. They're looking underneath the metal stuff, and I walk up and I went. You should have seen him jump. <laughs> they just whipped their heads around. They thought there was a coon loose in there. I tell you what. Uh, he said, "You got me good there." <laughs> this is what me and Kurt do all day long at work. We used to <laughs> yeah. just goof around. Yep. When the work getting done. No. no. Well, that's good, man. Uh, I'm glad we got to finally do do one here it's been a yeah, minute good to hear from you. Yeah, good to hear from you. i know i've been so busy dude we yeah. haven't had time to get together record but i will see you this weekend for uh waco waco yeah. let's let's talk a little waco that would be yeah. different do a do a steel toes episode for once we ain't done one in a while 
little more overreach there, huh? Little okay. little bit of government overreach. Do you remember Waco? I, I do, son, yeah. I was six years old. There's parts of it I mean I don't remember. I, I got a few memories of it. I got a few memories. Me too. Yeah, for sure. Well, all right, bro. Well, it was good to hear from you. Yeah. And uh, I'll text you sometime this week, and we'll get together and uh, knock out Waco this weekend. Yeah, right on, man. All right, brother. I'll catch you later. All right. Bye-bye. All right, guys. Well, that concludes tonight's episode, I reckon. And, uh, yeah. You guys have a good night. And uh, check back in with us this weekend for Waco.